You're listening to the Broke to Booked Out podcast. I'm your host, Savannah Mycamp. I help photographers charge more confidently, book clients repeatedly, and run a balanced business profitably. Whether you're a new photographer looking to grow or a seasoned pro looking to scale, join me and my students as we pull back the curtain of what it takes to go from barely booking clients to becoming in demand and booked out. Welcome back, everyone. I am beyond excited to talk about how to stand out in a saturated market. So we're going to dive right in. Um, I think the very first thing about this concept is understanding that everyone feels this way. Everyone feels as if they're in a saturated market. And the larger the population of where you're at, it's just a larger amount of competition. Supply creates demand in every market. And I've worked with students in Northern California, in small rural towns of Texas, and everyone feels as if there's a bajillion people trying to do the same thing that they do. And they feel like that that might be the reason why they aren't getting booked because there's too much competition. And most of the time it keeps people from going after being a wedding photographer because they feel like everyone and their mom is, which, which it's true, <laughs> but don't let that stop you. And we're going to talk about why, and we're going to talk about how to stand out in a saturated market. I kind of like comparing it to, you know, that Volkswagen, you know, that the VW bug game, how you're supposed to punch someone's arm when you see one. And soon you start seeing them everywhere because you're mentally making a note to look for them. You're, you're looking out for them and standing out in your mind. And it can easily cause us to be dejected, like, why try? There's so much competition. I'll never succeed. And what that really is, is scarcity mindset and limiting belief. So if you struggle with that, make sure to check out episode one, what's really holding you back in your business. Um, that episode will help you work out those beliefs. So getting out of that scarcity mindset to begin with is essential, but more to that, is understanding that there's more than enough weddings to go around. It's just a matter of putting yourself out there in a way that attracts the clients that vibe with you. Okay? Abundance mindset. There is way more weddings. There's so many weddings to go around, guys. I promise. So while we've established that there is indeed enough work to go around, that doesn't necessarily mean you'll get booked. Why? Why not? If you think about when cameras were first invented, way back when, it was enough just to know how to take photos. Knowing that skill, that alone made you a photographer that got you your work. But since then, it has creatively evolved to be way more than that to where it isn't enough to simply know how to take photos. But now we have to build a personal brand. We have to stand out from others. We have to differ in our creativity in order to readily attract the type of clients that we enjoy working with and who enjoy working with us. So today we're going to cover three important foundations of standing out in a saturated market or better yet, and potentially a better title for this episode, honestly, is building your personal brand. So we're going to consider three main points, knowing who you are, knowing who you serve, and knowing how you serve them. 
So let's dive right in. Number one, knowing who you are. I think there's no right or wrong way to go about this one. And everyone comes to these conclusions a little differently. But one method I teach is figuring out your values, your mission, your goals. That's something that I teach within my B2B uh, coaching program. But starting by honing in on what values are important to you. What core beliefs about life, about business, how do those ring true in everything you do every day, how you feel when you interact with other people. And this can be easier said than done, which is why I'll share with you some of mine. Um, Some values that I found to be very important to me and my business, take them, use them as examples, create your own um, and draw really what's important to you. So um, the first one for me is contentment. Uh, being content with money, being content where I'm at, not feeling like I always have to get bigger and better and grow and and always striving after the next catch, the next product, the next client, the next personal record. I believe that contentment fosters happiness. Uh, so contentment is a strength, not a weakness. Uh, my second one is happiness is the priority. So um, not just at the end, not just I hope to be happy one day, like happiness the entire way. And if anything gets in the way of happiness, then things need to change. Third, spirituality always take precedent. So um, this means spiritual health, mental health, emotional health, physical health, financial health. One contributes to the next, but spiritual health being the priority for me. Um, And the last one that I have is generosity. Um, I I really want to strive to be generous with my skills as a photographer Uh, with my knowledge to those I can help and resources for those in need. So those are some strong core beliefs that I feel like sum up my life and my brand. Um, And it comes across, it it comes across in in the things that I do and I I strive to live by them and take every uh, decision and action in my business by those values. So figuring out your values, um, is a really, really good way to start. Another way is getting feedback from family and friends. If it were me, I would literally create a Google type form uh, with the following questions and I would just send it to them. Uh, How would you describe me to an acquaintance? What do you think are my three best qualities? What is disappointing to me? What qualities do I value in others? What do you think is important to me in life? So those are just a few example questions, but hearing feedback on what your close family and friends think about you or think about how you feel can really help the conversation go get going with yourself about the things that you find important, the things that you value, and then you can brain dump from there. Which leads me to my next suggestion, which is brain dumping. Funny name, but it it really means kind of clearing out your mind and your thoughts and just taking time to sit and meditate with them and letting it flow and letting it all come out on paper. So clearing your evening or your morning, turning off social media, limiting distractions, just sitting there all cozy with a pen and paper or journal and just writing out everything that comes to mind about you, what you value, what you love in business and life, 
Write about things that appeal to you, what you don't like, what you see others doing that you really resonate with or or that disgusts you. Like just brain dumping it all out on paper, getting it out of your head. You'd be very surprised at what ideas and phrases and original thoughts come up about your brand, about your work, about how you want to present yourself to the world, about who you are. And while you do this, I think it's very important to try to figure out your why, like dig deeper. Every time you ask yourself, why do I do this? Keep on asking why. And then what does that mean? And why is that important? Keep digging. And I know you've heard this and you you know why figuring out your why is important, or you may have not and you think that that's dumb, but it does go so much deeper to that. And Everyone within the Broke to Booked Out community knows how important their why is and how once they've nailed it down, ideal clients follow. And this can be a whole separate episode, but if you really want assistance in figuring out your why, I highly recommend reading Simon Sinek's Know Your Why. He really breaks it down in an amazing way of how to figure out your why, why it matters that you should do so, and why this impacts potential clients, potential buyers, okay? So now you really honed in on who you are, on why you're doing this. Let's talk about who you serve. So your ideal client, there's so many different ways you can interpret this and that many people do. And if you ask any other photographer, they might describe it to you differently, but I'm all about practicality and keeping things simple. At the beginning, at the very start of your business, your ideal client is a client that after seeing your value is willing to pay your prices, enjoys working with you, and you enjoy working with them. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be more complicated. But as your business grows and as you grow as a photographer and a brand, you'll find that after showing the world who you are and what you value and why you do what you do, you'll start to attract a more specific audience. And it may be certain professions or a certain age range or a certain type of couple, usually a mix of all of the above. But that specific type of couple who's drawn to working with you because they've gotten to know you and they value what you value and they resonate with your outlook on life, that becomes your ideal client avatar. And when you start to have more than one or two of them, you can start to see the similarities between each of the couples. And you may wonder, okay, why is that important? Great. (laughs) You're attracting a specific type of person. Why do I need to know where they work, where they love to spend their free time doing? You know, it, it seems irrelevant, but I'll tell you why. Because when we can clearly identify who your ideal client is, then you can find out what they value, what they love, what they appreciate, what stresses them out, what bugs them, what they're afraid of, what they'll do anything for. When you know this about people and you can effectively speak to them and show them why you are the perfect fit for them, why you solve their problems. And when you can effectively communicate why you solve their problems, this makes you insanely valuable. And when something's value outweighs the price that they're asking for it, that is a great deal and they will book you. So the question begs, how do you find out what they want, what they don't want, what's important to them, what they're afraid of? 
There's a lot of ways that we cover in Broke to Booked Out, but I want you to start with this. Find the past three couples you loved working with that you vibed really well with. The process went smooth. You love their wedding. You want more of them. Send a questionnaire with questions along these lines. And in exchange, like buy them coffee, like send them a Venmo, give them a gift card, something like that. What was your experience with, insert business name, like? Or what was your experience with me like? What was the biggest struggle for you when picking wedding vendors? What was your biggest fear for your wedding day? What part of your wedding did you anticipate most? What first drew you to Luke and Savannah Photography, to me? Why were you stoked to work with me? What was one thing that stood out to you about working with me? And what was your favorite part of your wedding? Try these questions like these and any previous reviews that they've given you and highlight any resounding statements that they said, any little unique thing that you found and similar things between all of them that stuck out to you and you'll find out what they value most. And it will be different depending on who you are and what you value. Like not all answers are going to be the same between each photographer. So you might think that's obvious to you, but you'd be very surprised that Different couples value different things. Then you want to use the answers that you found above on your website, on your social media, to speak directly to them and they will feel seen and heard by you. And they'll feel like you more than anyone understands them, that you are the solution to their problems and that you are the photographer that they want to book. So we've discussed who you are. We've talked about who you serve. Let's talk about how you serve them, how you serve them different than anyone else can, your unique selling proposition. So starting off with your offer, this can be a whole other episode on how to niche down, but essentially when figuring out how you serve your clients, you need to know what it is you offer them and then what it is you really offer them. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. But generally at this point, you have already niched down into a specific category, whether it be portraits, families, branding, weddings, elopements, intimate weddings. If you haven't, go listen to my podcast on niching down. I don't know the number yet because it hasn't been recorded yet. (laughs) But hopefully by the time you're listening to this, there will be an episode on niching down. There has to be. But what it is you offer and what it is you're really offering them. I'm talking about features versus benefits. For example, a feature is eight hours of wedding coverage. A benefit is thoroughly capturing your wedding day in full from the moment you're getting ready to well into the dance so no moments are missed. Got it? A feature is a second shooter. A benefit is full coverage by a second shooter to provide a well-rounded gallery with additional angles, the ability to be in multiple places at once, security of duplicate footage, and photos to remember their wedding day by. A feature is an album. A benefit is a physical book to remember their wedding day that lives outside the computer, gets viewed more often, and can be passed down from generation to generation, whatever you want to say. You want to hone in on what you offer that feature benefits them. Listing that out, not just in packages, but anything that appears as a feature on your website, in your brand, on social media, show them why that's a benefit to them. 
but let's take it a step further. If you really want to lean into your unique selling proposition or your USP, where what your customers want and what your business does well meet, we can look at it in a relative sense by looking at our competition. So I want you to list three people who you view as your closest competition. What are they doing well? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What makes you different or better than them? Being able to see what is setting you apart from your competition, turning that into benefits and having that on your website, in your proposals, on as topics for your social media will really set you out and set you apart as a photographer. And I'm not saying like berate them or saying so-and-so does this. That's why I do this. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like really analyze your business in comparison. See what you're doing differently. See where your strengths are and then talk about those not in relation. Don't be right anyone. Don't judge anyone. But you know what I mean. We mentioned being able to effectively demonstrate our USP, how we serve couples in a way that's unique entire to your business. How can we do this through social media where it can be really easy for couples to get to know and book with us? Let's talk about three ways. One, by creating the type of content we like to consume Two, by incorporating our brand values and our brand story as a part of our work. And three, by being relatable as our true self. So one, create what you like to consume. When you consume content, make note of the ways in which you like to to consume it. What kind of reels, what kind of TikToks do you enjoy? What kind of posts do you actually read? You know, what what not just the funny ones, what about the educational ones? What about the storytelling ones? What videos make you feel a part of something bigger or closer to the creator? Remember those, save those. Figure out how you can emulate it in a unique way true to your brand. That leads us to number two, incorporating your brand values. How can you incorporate them, what you love, what you value, what you appreciate into what you're posting? Your ideal clients will be attracted to you because most of the time they will value the same things as you. We are drawn to what we are familiar. And when we see what's important to you and they see that it's also important to them, they'll have that sense of community, that sense of safety, that sense of trust. Number three is being relatable. Pause for a moment and name some of your favorite comedians or your favorite comedian. Now think, why are they your favorite? Because they're funny? Yeah. Most comedians are, or they'd be out of work, but really think what draws you to them. Most likely, it's because you find their content relatable. The jokes they make, the stories they tell, they're funny to you because you've also had similar experiences to which you can find their humor in, right? I.e. Jim Gaffigan. He jokes a lot about food, his weight, his kids, his marriage. I'm his biggest fan, guys. (laughs) I can relate to his content because I relate to the experiences that he's sharing. It's relatable to me. I'm drawn to him as a comedian. But what does this mean for you and your business? Your ideal clients will book you because they feel like they know you and they feel like they like you. This means posting personal content, be vulnerable, share personal stories, your struggles, your triumphs, your desires. Tell them how you got to where you are, the passion behind what drove you. Share what you believe, why you believe it, and what makes you you. 
Do this, guys, and I promise it will set you apart, okay? So let's recap on today's episode. We talked about that every market is saturated, but there's enough work to go around. What will set you apart is your personal brand. You can cultivate that by digging deep into who you are, ask family and friends, brain dump, figure out your why, knowing who you serve, choosing past couples who you love to work with and want to find more couples who are like them, Send them a questionnaire, get to dig deep, get to know them. Three, knowing how you serve them. Through your USP, by discerning your benefits versus features, assessing your competition, and creating a social media strategy based on content you like to consume, incorporating your brand values, and being relatable. Wow, that was a mouthful of a recap, but I thought it was important to to stress the points there. But if you take away anything from this episode, I want it to be this. Don't strive to be like the rest. Don't try to copy what other photographers are doing because it won't work for you. Because you're never going to be them. You're never going to be good at being someone else. But that's good news because nobody will be better at being you than you. Embrace your authenticity. Lean into what makes you different. And by doing that, you'll attract the clients who value you, who value your work, and you'll build the business you've always dreamt of. Thank you for tuning in to the Broke to Booked Out podcast. If you love what you heard today, make sure to let me know and share with a friend. I love seeing you all tagging me and posting about what you're doing on the daily as you listen. Also, if you leave a review, it helps others get to know about the Broke to Booked Out community so they can benefit as well. If you're wanting to know how to join B2B, my signature group coaching program, the link will be in the description below, as well as other ways to work together. And as always, I wish you the best in your business, and I'll catch you on the next episode.